They say my back against the wall, but I'm ten toes deep and I'm still standing tall. I'm way, way, way up. These haters get their weight up. Never gonna take a loss. Blessed day to be a boss. Oh, oh. Yes, sir. We are back with another one. How y'all doing today? I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, you are listening to the Out of My League podcast, where we are here to give you all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and of course, the news. News. For sure, man. For sure. How was your weekend? You had a birthday. My boy had a B day. (laughs) Big 30 gang, man. I feel old. I woke (laughs) up. My back was hurting. I need a massage. (laughs) I feel like I can't do anything anymore went to the gym i'm weak 30 is everything they said they was man horrible well you need some green alcohol <laughs> i need some milk some bengay like some, <laughs> some bengay <laughs> <laughs> nah man my birthday was good went to rhode island for the weekend just hung out you know got to explore a little bit in providence mm-hmm. but it was good man brought the birthday in i feel great you know looking forward to the blessings thanking god for another new day so, another new year and just hoping that i can continue you know on my path to success man your wife's in my dms <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Connor's a wild boy he for that. Connor's a wild boy for that. But we'll get to that later because we have basketball and your sons. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drop a 20-piece. Woo-wee. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. blasted, man. Mm-hmm. Bucks come back 2-1 in the series now with a game four tomorrow. Pivotal game four in Milwaukee. Yeah. They are protecting home court. Both teams are at the moment. How you feeling, man? I feel great. You sure? Mm-hmm. Cap. Mm. <laughs> I'm oh, good. Okay. The okay. Suns, not nervous? No. Oh. The Suns have okay. lost game three in almost all their series so far. <laughs> and it did not surprise me. Okay. So okay. they'll bounce I'll, back. They'll be I'll fine. take that. What went wrong for the Suns? Tell me about it. You know, you, you came out a little lax. Um, I think so. You know, you probably didn't, you know, adjust to the way you needed to defensively. Mm-hmm. I um, agree with that. And, you know, Devin Booker had 10 points. Rough game for Devin so, Booker. So, you know, it, you know when you had Mikael Bridges, I think he had, what, six points? Like Rough rough game for Book. And I thought Book was going to go on a little tear because mm-hmm. very first possession for um, very first mm-hmm. possession for Phoenix, they had that shot clock violation mm-hmm. when Book shot it uh, out of bounds or whatever. And, and I don't know who it was from Milwaukee, but he was barking, yeah. talking heavy trash. And Book was walking back on the court like, all right, okay, bet. Yeah, yeah. And then proceeded to only – Scored ten points, mm-hmm. so yeah, he had a rough outing. What went right for the Bucks? Um, Drew Holiday hit some shots. You know, he okay. he, he had twenty one points, which yep. is by far his highest uh, point total throughout this entire series so far. Okay, um, he's a little bit more aggressive. You know, Chris Middleton hit a couple shots as well. Um, you had guys like Connaughton hitting shots. Bobby Portis coming in, sparking Bobby Portis, the bench. Yeah, he he gave him some spot. You know, the 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 crowd obviously mm-hmm. gave them some life. Yep. Um, you know, Giannis with another 40 piece, which another, we're used to another 40 piece um, for Giannis. But, you know, all in all, you know, they're fine. I'm not I'm not panicking on the Suns. I'm not worried about the Suns because, number one, they've done this. <laughs> this okay. is the third time doing it in the postseason so far. Okay. They lost game three, three separate times. Okay. So I'm not worried. They're going to bounce back. Well, one thing about it, those Phoenix Suns, when they lose, they usually go on a, a two or three game winning streak. So 
It's, it's one of those things where, you know, not many teams in this postseason have beat them. I think the Lakers beat them twice. I think the Clippers have beat them twice. Yep. Uh, the Nuggets did not beat them. And then they went 2-0 against the Bucks. Yep. And then, you know, they dropped game three like they did against the Lakers, yep. like they did against the Clippers. Yep. And, it, and here we are. You know, it's, it's one of these things now where the Suns, you know, they need to obviously come to play on Saturday for, I'm sorry, tomorrow, Wednesday. Yep. Uh, for game four, let's say they win that, and I think they are going to win that. They are not. I think they're going to win they that. And then <laughs> I'm here to tell you that you are wrong. We'll <laughs> see. All right. We'll see. I think they're going to win tomorrow. All right. Um, And then obviously you go to Phoenix. You're back to Phoenix yep. in game five on Saturday. So yep. I, I think the the Suns are fine. I, I have no issues with them. Okay. Devin Booker will bounce back. Let's, okay. let's believe that one. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I want to look at Giannis real quick before we you know look forward to game four mm-hmm. and the changes that need to be made. Yep. What has he proven this series so far with his most recent performances? Just but, given the talk mm-hmm. of, you know, the Giannis perception. Mm-hmm. He's only a down here player. Yep. Can't Which he really still do is. much. To me, he's uh he's exceeded expectations in a way. Yeah, I could say that. I think I think Giannis, I mean, he's still just a downhill player, he's around the basket player. He's not gonna shoot good numbers or anything like that. Free throw line, he struggled still. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. He took 17 free throws right. in game three. And I think he went seven assists or something like that. So he passed the ball fairly well, but he's still a downhill player. He's still a round-the-rim player. And at the, at the end of the day, Giannis is who he is. And I don't think he's going to ever have, like, a jump shot. Like, I, I in his career, I don't think he's ever going to develop, like, a really good jump shot, whether it's a mid-range or three. So. I'm- Okay. I'm not going to take it that far. One, because I've seen him hit now three turnaround jumpers in the series. Albeit, I think they are kind of lucky. I don't think that's his bag now. I'm not saying that's yeah. his bag. But he's hit, you know, few and far in between a couple jump shots here and there. And, you know, but most of his points still do come around the rim. He's still getting to the free throw line a lot. But I think that for him to even come back when we thought that, or me personally, I thought that his postseason was finished. In the mm. knee injury that he took, yeah, I thought his postseason was finished. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he had any business coming out, and to me, he looks He's almost uh, he looks almost one hundred percent to he me. Looks great. like he didn't have a knee injury at all. Yeah. So one shout out to the Milwaukee doctors mm-hmm. for whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. but I mean, it just shows how much heart he has. It shows his determination, his dedication to yeah. Milwaukee, yep. which he said from day one, like he doesn't want to play for the big the big market teams, the LA's, the Miami's. Yeah. Those big teams, like he wants to get it done in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And like for him to hold Milwaukee down the way he's done mm-hmm. just shows me like how bad he really wants it. And I think that for him to even drop two 40 point games in the series yeah. in the finals, mm-hmm. that says a lot to me. Like yeah. it, he's getting his teammates involved. He's getting to it on the defensive end. Like he had early blocks on mm-hmm. Chris Paul. I seen him that chase down block. Mm-hmm. Very LeBron esque. Yep. A game Br- two. Yep. Game yeah. two. Very LeBron esque there. Like he's looking good. Mm-hmm. Like he's looking good. I I think the Suns had a really. I think they had a very bad game. Yeah. Um, it was just off. Game. Yeah. I think they had an off game on defense. game three on defense as well. Yeah. yeah weren't switching the ball nope. well. But I also think that they're more likely to have something. I'm not gonna say similar to that, but maybe a little better. I just think game two was a wild game for them. They shot. I want to say 50 percent from three. They shot lights out. Yeah, like but field goal percentage and all that. And yeah. I think the Bucks are starting to make adjustments. Like, I'm going to say this now. Mm. I think the Bucks are going to protect home court. I don't think that Phoenix wins tomorrow either. Okay. I think the Bucks win by, I said the first, I said in game three that they went by seven to nine. They won by 20. Mm. I think this time they win by six to eight points. 
I do. Yeah. I'm not surprised by the Suns shooting because they've been a good three-point shooting team the entire season. I, I um, agree with that. And they've been top five in offense and but defense. But they, they shot lights out. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just out. good shooting. Well, most of the looks were wide open. They better make them. Right. Uh, the, the Bucks weren't closing out. Um, but the other thing, too, is bad games happen. Like, I, this is why I'm not oh, no, panicking I, on the Suns. I, I agree with that. Like, Booker's not going to have another 10-point game. No, he's not. Yeah, Booker, <laughs> Booker's not going to Booker's not gonna have another 10-point game. But I also think that it's very possible that Giannis has another 35 to 40-point game. But you know game. what? I think, I think the Suns will I, take that. And I think Drew and Chris are both both very capable of having 20-point games again as well. I think Giannis is going to have, a, you know, whether 30 to 40-point games. I think he's going to average that throughout the series. Yes, yeah, the whole playoffs. Right. He's been averaging 34 plus. Yeah. So I think he's going to stay on that same uh, vein I there. I just think that the Suns are going to key in more on Holiday and Middleton, and I so, think that you're going to take the remaining balance off, which is what you did essentially game one and game two, is you basically took everybody else away. And if you're the Suns and you do that, you're still winning. Like, you know what I mean? 40 points compared to whatever – you know, your starters and your bench can score is going to, you know, is going to be a default there. So I think if your Monty Williams are making adjustments there, you're obviously going to try to do whatever you need to do to, you know, try to protect the paint a little bit because Giannis is kind of owning it right now. He Not kind of. He is owning He's owning paint. it right now. He's owning the he, he is. His numbers do take a dramatic drop off when Aiden is on it compared to anybody else. Which, you know, I don't think you should put Aiden in there all game. I mean, you, he still has to come out the game and rest. Uh, you know, get a breather here and there, but he his you know his numbers do drop off when Aiden is is on him uh, compared to like a Drake Crowder or a Tory Craig or what have you, um, or Frank Kaminsky, which I don't want to see any more minutes from Frank Kaminsky all season. <laughs> but you know, all in all, the Suns just had a bad game, and I, I I've seen you know the overreactions this week. I've seen oh the Suns this, the Suns that. This is the same Suns team that I've seen drop game three to almost everybody. And the resiliency of the team, the head coach, his assistant coach and Willie Green, Chris Paul, like we're talking about guys that make adjustments and they know how to win games bouncing back from bad games. Devin Booker, he's not scoring 10 points no more. I agree. It's it's going to be 25 plus. You better believe it. No, I, and, I agree with that. And that's that's one of the things like Mikael Bridges. I think he had like six points. He's going to score more. Cam Johnson's going to score more. Cam um, Johnson had a solid game. He had a solid game, game but yeah, he's going to score more. Arguably the dunk of the year. He did. Yeah. <laughs> arguably he's still going to score more. DeAndre Aiden, before he got in foul trouble, DeAndre Aiden was on pace for like a 28 and like 15 game. Like it was ridiculous. Like he had like 20, what do you have? 16 points in the first quarter, something like that. And 12, 16, 16 and seven, something like that in the first quarter. But it was ridiculous. Like DeAndre Aiden was on pace for a career game until he got a foul trouble. Um, so, you know, again, the Suns are going to be fine. I, I want to emphasize that. And I, like I said, I, I hear what you're saying about game four. I think the Suns are taking game four. The ba- just, they're just going to bounce back. I'm, I'm not saying they won't be yeah. fine. I agree the Suns will be fine. But my, my logic mm-hmm. this entire series – before the series started and still, I think teams are going to protect home court. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really do. I think momentum is key. The Suns were doing fine in the second quarter um, for a while. They got up, I think they got up six, seven points. Yeah. And then the Bucks went on like a 20-7 run to close out. I think they at halftime, the Suns were down 15 because mm-hmm. the Suns were winning. Yeah, um, we're down 15. The, no, the Suns were winning at the end of the first. Yeah. Yeah, and like it was just a you know back mm-hmm. and forth. I'm, basketball is a game of runs. Yeah. One. Yep. Basketball is definitely a game of runs. But I also think that 
just being at home, the home crowd helps. Um, the role players help. One thing I do notice, Middleton plays way better at home than he does he on does. the road. Of course he does. And I feel like that should be the case for everybody, mm-hmm. essentially, because you have your you have your fans, you right. have your team, they're, they're backing. Right. I think it's game four is gonna be. It might not be as wide of a margin. I don't think it. I don't think it's about. It's gonna 20. be so much more close. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be twenty, but I do think late free throws will give the Bucks the edge, maybe around five to six points. You think the Bucks free throws are gonna win, or the Suns free throws gonna win? The I game? think the Bucks are gonna win the game. Okay. The but to me, the Bucks are gonna win the game. They're gonna protect home court. What changes do you see? change the outcome of the game because i see the bucks made changes on the screener rolls they were going over the screens mm-hmm. not under the screens anymore yeah we're not giving chris paul any more open threes mm-hmm. they weren't doing where they weren't doing that and i'm rooting for the suns mm-hmm. i want I'm, i want to go to winston salem for the parade <laughs> yeah chris paul is gonna throw it down yeah. back in the tray mm-hmm. but bucks made adjustments mm-hmm. now it's the sun's turn yeah. What are, what adjustments are they gonna make? I think one, um, they're gonna send help. You see Giannis trying to back down somebody. I think they're gonna try to send another body there, which means the opposite guys, the other four guys or three guys in that case, need to be able to rotate. switch and yeah, rotate, rotate. You know, on defense. The other thing is too offensively, I find I love the pick the high pick and roll is still giving the, the Bucks issues. It's still giving them issues, and you know you still gotta execute on that. But however. On that high pick and roll, it can't just be DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. I need Mikael Bridges to start crashing the boards. I need Jay Crowder. If you can start slashing, you need. We need more movement on the offense. You mm-hmm. know, people need to be more active. Okay. And you know when you're a just standing, standing around, around, a lot of standing around. When you're just standing around waiting for a three point shot, you yeah. know what I mean? It gets in the jam. And, and that's it, why the I was spacing saying, oh, on yeah, the offense, over the, like over the screens, push the screen and roll right. back. Like the Bucks going over the screen instead of under, push the push that yeah. play back because yeah. Chris Paul is. Game one and game two, he's getting that at around the free throw line right. almost every time. Yeah. But Bucks going over the screen pushes that back to the three point line and beyond. It makes it a little tougher. But also too, anytime you see Devin Booker and, and Chris Paul drive, they're kicking it out and then they they immediately go to the opposite corner they pass it to, and then the guy that's staying in the corner is still standing there when they're coming towards them. The spacing is off. You need to move if you're going to rotate. Rotate. You know what I mean. If you see a guy that that passed and kicked after he drove, he's coming towards you. He's bringing his man towards you. Why would you stay there? Rotate to the you know the mid corner. You know what I mean, or what have you. You know, or even go to the high key. Like it's open, so you have open space. It's it's just about the spacing on the offense for me. Like I'm looking at too many times where guys are just standing there waiting for a three point shot, and it's like guys. You can you can pass and cut. One of you, it doesn't need to be both of you. One of you can cut. Just take your man and go. And the other guy, I mean, you're going to get there because they're. I mean, when they're driving, they're bringing guys to try to corral a Chris Paul, you know, a Jay Crowder, or you know, Mikael Bridges, Devin Booker, what have you. They're they're pack. They're trying to pack the paint up. Um, and you're 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 looking for shooters, obviously, but guys need to be more active, even in the passing lanes. When you know, if if a guy's driving. You need to move as he's moving. Like if, if Chris Paul is driving and his window is here and you're in the corner, shift over a little bit and that's a three point shot. Like I it's just the windows for me. Um they'll get it tightened up defensively. Like I said, the wall sending help and the guys rotating on the back end. I still think this team is going to take game four. Um right. I've seen it too many times where they, they lose one game and then they go on a tear of like two or three games. So they're going to bounce back. This team bounces back from losses. So we'll we'll see what's yeah, going on. I'm, I mean, I think they're going to bounce back. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it'll be game four. Yeah. I really just think teams are going to protect home court. Like I see the Bucks even in uh, game three, it just seemed like the Suns were being out hustled. Um, yeah. Bucks 
games one and two, Suns mm-hmm. are getting a lot mm-hmm. of fast break points. Game three, exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Bucks are getting the transition buckets, the fast breaks. Mm-hmm. And the Suns are not getting back on defense. Yep. Like yep. there were a lot of situations where fast breaks and transition buckets where it would be Bucks four players, yeah. Suns two players. Yeah. Like weren't hustling. They just didn't seem like they were mentally prepared to play a full 48 minutes right. that game. So yeah, I like to see a little bit more effort. And like you said, Devin Booker's not gonna have that bad of a game again. Even though I do like PJ Tucker guarding him more. I do think that I do think that in switching bodies on him a little mm-hmm. bit, I think that is um shook him up a little bit. I think Middleton, I mean not Middleton, excuse me, Holiday on Chris Paul has been giving him a few issues too. Yeah. Um just sizing. But like like you said, the pick and roll can, you know, alleviate that. Like it can, it's, it can it's still it. hurting them. It's so, it's still at the end of the day that the high pick and roll is still hurting the Bucks. The Suns just need to stick to their game plan. Like honestly, this is a game where they just got lax and they need to get back to you know grinding, diving for loose ball, going for the extra passes, all those types of things, the extra energy pay, plays they they they're used to. And you know you look at you know your matchup against you know PJ Tucker against Devin Booker. Devin Booker had open shots. Like there's there was times where he's had wide open threes and he's just missing them wide open mid-range shots and he's missing them chris paul same thing chris paul high paying a roll nobody comes out to him shoots the ball he misses but like, these are the things that like all right guys we're just missing shots you know what i mean right. we, we Devin booker was one for seven in the first quarter yep if he hits almost all of those that's a double digit win I, mean, I, I think i think he's only made three shots in the game i want to say he went three for 11 or something like that i don't know he had 10 points so right yeah. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah. yeah. It was it was something it was something along yeah. those lines. He didn't hit many. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't, again, he didn't, he didn't hit many. We know how Devin Booker can score. That's not happening again. I agree. Um so you you have you have the Suns winning game 4. Yes. We're we're not going to be able to pod before game 5 either because that'll be Saturday mm-hmm. night. Who do you have winning game 5? It's in Phoenix, Phoenix. So series over. Yeah, Phoenix and 5. Ser- series over this Saturday. Phoenix and 5. All right, cool. Give me Milwaukee. <laughs> Give me Milwaukee tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Give me Phoenix in game 5. Who's the pressure on before we get off this? Who's the pressure on tomorrow, game four? It's on Chris Paul. More more on Chris Paul? It's on Chris Paul because this is your window. Like now, right now is your window. You've never been to the finals ever in your career. You're here now. Okay. Whatever you need to do to get your troops together to win this ball game, you need to do. It's on Chris Paul. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, I'll second that. I was just going to say Phoenix in yeah. general. I was going to say Phoenix in general because I think that giving the Bucks the 2-2 Mm-hmm. Ty will put a lot of pressure back on Phoenix because the ball's in your court now, yeah. especially going home. So it'll be even more intense. So, yeah. On some more basketball news, Team USA, who me and you have both said this year is not that great, yeah. dropped back-to-back exhibition games now to Nigeria and Argentina. What's wrong with Team USA? No, they lost to Australia. Or Australia, excuse yeah. me. I said Argentina. Mm-hmm. Australia, my bad. It's a lot of one-on-one basketball. A lot of one-on-one basketball. They don't have enough size. Um, defensively, they just get beat off the dribble. I just, it's almost like the other teams want it more. And I don't know if that's a mindset of guys just like, okay, we'll get there. Or, you know, it's like these teams are just coming for their neck. Like I was going to say, do you think that the fact that they're exhibition games, the Team USA isn't taking it as serious? It as could it, be. Because KD's not looking like, you know, the top scoring KD. Dame yeah. Lillard isn't dropping 40. dimes. <laughs> yeah, dro- dropping his 40. He's not logo Lillard out yeah. there. And I have seen that some of the players are not accustomed to the, the FIBA rules mm-hmm. out there. You know, a lot more contact. Can't yeah. get the easy touch fouls. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's us. Like, yeah. we, we should be getting buckets. Like, we should be getting buckets, head and shoulders. But we're getting waxed. Yeah, you lost to Nigeria. You lost to Australia. You play Argentina tonight. Yeah, um, that 
got mixed up there. There we go. And if you get if you go down 0-3 in an exhibition exhibition game, what is that doing to your confidence? What is that doing to your mind? What is that doing? You know what I mean? Going to conference play, like what is that going to do to your mindset going forward? Literally, at this point, I don't think we're gonna win anything in the Olympics. Right. No, not just basketball, nothing. Yeah. We're driving, we got players dropping out in tennis. The track and field can't get yeah. it right. Like, we ain't going to win nothing. Yeah. We're going to come back medalists. Yeah. We, <laughs> nothing. Man, we're going to be an embarrassment. Like, man, we're going to be an embarrassment. Speaking of the Olympic team, I know me and you had this off pod, but wanted to bring this to the pod. The Dream Team versus the 2012 Olympic team. If they were to square off, who will win? I think we both agreed that 2012 team will win. Um, but we did say, and we highlighted, the issue that the 2012 USA team is going to have against the Dream Team is the Dream Team has size and that physicality down in the paint is going to be hard to overcome. Very hard to overcome. That's an understatement. Our big man, Tyson Chandler, Dwight wow. Howard, I think Melo's considered a big body. Was AD? I think AD, yeah, I think AD was on that team. They had Patrick Ewing, mm-hmm. Charles Barkley, Leitner, Mullen. <laughs> They have men. They, they have uh, they, they have grown men down there. I think, yeah, I think they would have definitely gave us some problems down in the paint for sure. I just think that we have a little too much scoring. Although you did say they could stretch the floor as well with Larry Bird mm-hmm. out there. Stretch the floor. Yep. They had they got Larry Bird out there. They got Clyde. Yep. Clyde to Clyde. Yeah, it it would it would be rough. Who would be your best matchup to watch for? It'll be Kobe and Jordan. Hands down. Got <laughs> Yeah. And I mean goes up. Honestly, those are the two killers on the floor. Yeah, you're right. Those are the two killers on the floor. So it'll be yeah. Kobe, it'll be Kobe and Jordan. That that would be must see basketball yes. right there. Kobe, yeah, Kobe and Jordan going at it head to head. That'd be must see basketball. Although I don't think anybody could guard LeBron James. I, I don't think anybody on that team could guard LeBron James. Mm, don't know about that. Who? Don't know about that. Magic. At that time, tw- 2012, LeBron. He's not the he. He wasn't. Don't forget, 2012. Braun was not the shooter he is now. He's not. He was not the shooter he is now. I agree with that. And that he means was, he was still. He was still a beast. Yes, but he, downhill. But physicality. I'm telling you that that dream team, the physicality they were to play with. You're right. It's a different ball game. Bully ball. Yes. Bully yes. ball. Yes. They, and they beat every team that year in the Olympics by 32 plus. And I'm telling you, bully ball. Braun. <laughs> The stuff that you see Braun doing now is because, you know, he can get away with trying to run people over and things like that because the NBA is going to call a foul automatically. Back then, uh, oh, oh, no, you're not getting that foul. You're not getting that foul. You're going to have to take the contact. And when you got bodies, when you got dudes like Ewing and, and, and Charles Bar- yeah, and Leitner Car- and, and Carl Malone yeah. Yeah. and you got like all these guys, yeah. Chris Mullen, like yeah. you have some dudes that are ready. Size, size would definitely be a problem. You got dudes. Size, size would like, be a problem. And these dudes, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're going to beat you up. And oh, no, you, for sure. And if you're not ready for it, it's going to it's going to wear that wear and tear. Let's not forget. 2012 Braun was not the LeBron we see today. His jump shot was not nearly as good as it is now. He had to build himself up to shoot like this. But the thing is, I, I still think the 2012 team has more shooters in general. They got they have Harden. They had they have young KD. Kevin Durant. Young Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was not who he was. He now. could he could still yes, shoot. Yes, he could still he shoot. Could but still shoot. He was not who he is now. 
Young, uh, the same thing. LeBron. LeBron was not the shooter he was now. Russell Westbrook back then, he was not the same Russell Westbrook he is now. Russell Westbrook been aggressive, but he was. He's not he, nearly. He's not the, a shooter now. He's still he, not. He's, a not shooter. he's never been <laughs> yeah, a shooter. He, he's still. But not I'm a shooter. saying, still, he's still not the same player. He's explosive. Yeah, he's he, he's been that explosive. Yeah, he's always had explosion, but he's not the same player he is now. I feel like he was more explosive back then. That's know. that's just that's just my take on yeah. Westbrook. Westbrook has always been super explosive. Yeah, like I that's think who, he, I think that's his best yeah, element is how athletic he is. I, I think he, I think he's even more. I think he's more explosive back then than he is now. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I, I think it will be close. Like I said, we agree on yeah, the twenty twelve team winning. But actually, I don't even know if it would be close. It be it wouldn't be a blowout, it would be close. But it would it would be close. Jordan's not gonna let them get blown out. But I don't. I it think in, I think in a seven I'm game. You, I think in a seven game series they lose four two. It will be close. Scotty and Scotty and Mike is going in in <laughs> Charles too. Charles, don't forget Charles Barkley was a monster. I need you to understand I, Patrick I, I, Ewing. <laughs> who was guarding Pat I Ewing? No, no, Drexler. Like come Dwight on now. Howard and Tyson Chandler got a double team. <laughs> like come on now, man. Like Scotty and Mike are going to do some work. Larry Bird stretch for Larry was a monster. I need you. I need you people to realize how good these players are. Larry Bird, they're, they're he, Hall he's, of Famers for a reason. I know, I they're know. greats. They're greats. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> they're greats in our game. Like we and, look and, up to and, these guys. And, and, and all the guys that we named on the 2012 team are going to be Hall of Famers. Dwight Howard is not going to be aside from Dwight Howard. <laughs> Tyson Chandler is not going to be. Bro, we gave the big man <laughs> to them already. You looking at the wrong side right now. But I'm telling you, the the Bron, the Bron, you think is. What's going to dominate this this twenty this dream team is not the same LeBron you see today. He's not nearly as good as a shooter as he is today. Not nearly. I know. I and we agree. Yeah. But I still think he was he's not a punk. Like he's always been a physical Look. player. And I know different type of physicality. I no, get it. No, no. I get it. But I also <laughs> think the dream team will have to adjust to the way like we spread the floor and shoot. I'm just saying who's beating Magic, Mike, Scotty. Larry, I don't. <laughs> like, I think I don't think Scotty. Pat. I don't think Scotty is beating LeBron or KD. Scotty was a monster on both ends. He was a, he was a great two way player. He, he, oh, excellent two way player. Probably one of the best two way players. He was a great and he was a great passer too, defender too. Like nah, Scotty was nice. I don't know, man. It'd be a toss up. I'd love to see it. Um, do like a simulation of it. I just think that the 2012 team would just have too much scoring. I think the dream team. More physical, for sure. 2012 team. Way more. Too much scoring. But, you know, agree to disagree. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. The Euro 2020 ended with the champion Italy defeating England in penalty kicks. Garbage. I had England winning. They should have let Sterling kick. They would have won the game. Also, Argentina, who I mentioned earlier, on the wrong note, clearly, (laughs) (laughs) but defeated Brazil to win the Copa America Championship and capture Lionel Messi's first international championship crown. So salute to Messi for finally getting that under his belt. Mm -hmm. Conor McGregor, if y'all didn't hear the interview earlier, um, said Dustin Poirier's wife was in his DMs. That has nothing to do with this (laughs) statement, but he injured his lower tibia and basically broke his foot Mm -hmm. and lost the trilogy to Dustin Poirier. Should Connor pack it up? Yes. You it's think over. He's done? It's I, over. I don't think Connor's want to fight in three or four years. No, nah, pack it up. Yeah, I, th- I think it's time for him to go. Great showman. Yeah. Um, I thought he looked like he was in shape. Mm-hmm. I still think he was going to lose that fight. Yeah. But he looked like he was still in shape. He looked like he was eager to fight. He very much sold it. Definitely sold it. Yeah. A lot of trash talk. We seen him talking trash after losing, yeah. like laying on the ground. He can't even stand up. Yeah. And he talking about he talking about man's wife. Like he he's a bold dude. One. Yeah. He's a wild guy too. But yeah, I think it's time to pack it up too. I think that his best years are behind him. Yeah. I do think that 
if he comes back, he does have something to prove because he hasn't won in no. a while. Yeah, he's lost. And he's so I, I do think that he, if he comes back, he needs to start low and not try to, you know, aim mm-hmm. for the highest. But, I mean, he is one of UFC's most elite fighters ever. So, yeah. I mean, props to him regardless. But, yeah, I think he needs to. It's over. Yeah, I think he needs to tone it down. Pelicans, close to snagging up your assistant coach. Willie Green is their next head coach. Good fit? Yeah. I mean, Willie's, Willie's proven that he's. Uh, been able to coach at elite level, uh, won two titles with the Golden State Warriors, uh, potentially another title here with the Phoenix Suns. Yep. Uh, former also guard in the NBA. True. So, you know, he did play for the Pelicans yep. um, with Chris Paul and coached by Monty Williams in New Orleans. All comes full so, circle. Comes full circle. And um, yeah, Willie's, Willie's a great, he's a great guy. Uh, he he understands relationships with his players and he's going to put guys, he's a really good game planner. He's going to understand how to put guys in position to thrive. It's a good hire. Yeah. No, I think it's a good hire. And I most think, importantly, another black head coach. Which is what I was going to say. I think that another black head coach in the NBA is great for the league. Well-deserved. He's a phenomenal coach. Like you said, he has history with the Pelicans yeah. already. So I think that would be a good hire. And the Pelicans are looking to go under a couple roster changes, too, mm-hmm. in the offseason. Yep. I know a lot of talks about Lonzo Ball mm-hmm. as well. So. He will not be re-signed. Yeah, he will not be re-signed. I'm hearing that he may go to potentially the Heat. Maybe no the Clippers is it, is it, or I know it's the Clippers. I want to say I thought Clippers I saw the Heat or on that the list. Chicago Bulls. Hmm. Maybe we saw a different. Maybe we saw two different. Lists. Yeah. I, I seen the Heat on that list as well, mm. but I don't think he'll be a good fit there. Him with Kawhi and PG setting the floor for them yes. in LA. Yes, I think that would be a great. And I actually tweeted that earlier. I, I think that would be a. great When I saw fit. the article, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, that would be a really, really good fit. I think that you be got a, great a guy fit. that. And he's a good perimeter right. defender yes, as well. Yes. Great perimeter defender as well. So I think that'd be a solid fit for them yeah, for sure. Of course. And then last but not least, Pete Alonso walked off his second consecutive home run title, going a distance 74 times in Monday's showdown at the home run derby. So salute to him. That's all I got, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Want to say that Black Lives Matter, they always matter and they will forever matter. So please continue to support us, continue to listen to us, continue to social distance, wear your mask. Yep. You know, if you like, you don't have to wear them anymore, clearly. Right. <laughs> Get vaccinated. If you haven't, you don't have to do that either. But you know, COVID is still out here. So don't move too reckless. Yeah, man. Protect yourself, protect your family, all those kinds of things. Guys, we really appreciate all the support, all the love that you've been giving us five star rating apple podcast leave a review please 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 give that that five star rating review all those kinds of things that we see it we will shout you out on the show apple podcast google play spotify soundcloud and any other platform you listen to us on we appreciate all your support yes please please and we thank you for all the support and remember if you break your foot please do not talk about the guy you lost to his wife because that is a wild statement connor you are crazy out yep really thought it ain't no debate no way ain't no escape big dog Eating off the plate, cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like the me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.